0: Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie and Ryan, Love and Cosmic Coach, and this is the Breathe, Love & Magic Podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic, intuitive, or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading. Learn more at nevertoolate.biz. May good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the Breathe Love and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. On this episode of the Breathe Love and Magic podcast, I'm speaking with Shannon Grissom. Shannon was a late bloomer and discovered painting at 33. Once she realized she wanted to be a professional artist, she was hooked and driven. She'd get up early each day to paint for a few hours before the start of her day job. That demanding schedule was worth the effort, and by 1999, she was able to leave her day job and began to create art as a full-time business. Thus began the amazing ride. At 44, she began production of a television series, Give Your Wall Some Soul. Inspirational how-to painting show grew from an audience of one station to over 50 around the country. It was seen in over 10 million households winning numerous awards and is still airing today. She published her first children's book, Monkey Made of Sockies. From that book came a line of licensed merchandise, a coloring book, and the popular Monkey made of Saki's golf club head covers (laughs) that have been carried on the LPGA Pro Tour. (laughs) Amazing. Today, she's an award-winning artist, television producer, host, author, and songwriter. Her artwork is licensed and sold globally, and she just launched an online art school called Painterly. But... That's not why she's here today. Why she's here today is to talk about the Sock Monkey Oracle Deck of Cards, which is a joyful marriage of metaphysical and creative life. And no matter what she creates, Shannon is on a mission to radiate love and help folk pollinate their own creativity. Welcome, Shannon. Hey, thanks for having me, Ronnie. Happy to be here. I am so excited because even though my podcast is audio only, People know what a sock monkey is. <laughs> so when I heard about the sock monkey deck, I was like, oh my
1: gosh, I have to hear more. So first of all, where did this idea come from? Well, you know, I started, I started painting these sock monkeys about 20 years ago. It was a way to, um, after my mom passed, I did a one sock monkey painting that was a tribute to her because I found this old sock monkey among her things when, um, uh, yeah, as we were cleaning out the house. So. I did this painting and I, you know, I had the idea from the very first painting, this would be a great Oracle card deck, but I didn't do anything with it at the time. I kept painting. I obviously I've done about 50 sock monkey paintings and each one was created with a, a state of being in mind with this down the road Oracle deck, but nothing didn't do it did, did a bunch of other things had a Forrest Gump life with the sock monkeys. And then the pandemic hit and I had two, one woman shows. I, I just had them hung and the, everything was closed down here in California. And so here, my work is out there. Nobody could see it. And I said, okay, this is when the first one happened. Okay. That's a bummer. And when the second one happened, I thought, okay, this is a sign from the universe that you are supposed to shift gears. You, you know, once is, you know, but two, I'm listening. So I'm thinking, what's, what's on my list of things that I've always wanted to do that I've been talking about. And I never got off the pot and did it. And I said, you know what, it is time to do this Oracle deck. And, and as soon as I made that decision, everything, the floodgates opened. I, uh, how exciting. Oh, it was just amazing. I started, uh, I did the graphic design. And then as I was doing the graphic design, I was thinking, well, who am I to write the text for this Oracle deck? Who am I to do this? They said, it's not coming for me. It was basically channeled It, it over yeah. the course of a month. I just, Thank yeah. You. So I would, you know, I would sit down and write and um, yeah, there was editing involved later, but the, the meat of it just came out like that. So Sock Monkey Oracle deck was born. It was an amazing experience. That is beautiful. And
0: you know the thing about sock monkeys, from my perspective, and we'll have to hear about yours, is that they're just so lovable. They're just so comfy, cozy, cute. And I don't know what the history is. I saw something briefly on your website. So, what's the history? Is that did that come out of the Depression? The sock monkey.
1: Yeah, they. You know, there've been for centuries. There've been there've been sock type dolls, but really out of the Depression, the Rockford in Rockford Illinois the Nelson Knitting Company changed their heel of their socks to red and that's when things really started taking off and people were using what they had on hand to make dolls there wasn't a lot of money for store bought things so they really took off then and uh, they they just keep going and they are lovable they are just huggable
0: <laughs> what's really funny is i bought a sock monkey and it's a little one it's probably 10 inches tall. It's a very tiny, like it's all very skinny and tiny and it has little magnets in its mitt. So I gave it to my husband and it's on the lamp on his bedside table, you know, hugging the lamp. It's just so adorable. And it's funny because I I bought it in Portland, Oregon. So when I was talking to your PR person, she goes, I told her that story. She goes, we're from Portland. I'm like, what? Oh, that's too cool. I I love that he has a little magnet. I know. It's so cute. So that was an interesting synchronicity. And that just, of course, solidified everything. I'm like, that's <laughs> it. We're going to talk about these. So so what's been happening? Like what came to you? What lessons did you learn while working on, while channeling the Sock monkey Oracle guidebook?
1: Uh, you know, I got, I got a ton of lessons. And I think one of the, it's funny because the deck of the deck calls my own stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah so I mean each life lesson in each card is something that I've had to work through or that I continue to work through I mean you know it's it's cyclical and there are layers so I I have learned a lot and I continue to learn a lot and th- I think what this has helped me with the most is that I've always been so focused and so driven and the biggest thing that creating this deck for me was to get over my bad self and just be more lighthearted. And I, I, you know, I I am a goofball by nature. So this really helped me lighten up. Working on this deck has really helped me lighten up. Uh I tune into, I think about, and this is probably the trippiest white people tune in, but what I do is I, you're supposed to picture something you love. So I I picture all the dogs that have ever loved me coming to see me, giving me hugs, that kind of thing. So I picture all these happy, happy dogs. And so that puts me in a position of joy. And so when I'm in that state, things just flow. And that's what that's, I equate that to the sock monkey oracle deck. That's where I am with that. Wow. So
0: you get yourself into super happy vibe. Yeah. Yeah and you can connect with the fun of the sock monkey.
1: Yes. And in and in you know I I do you know my my regular practices I tune in every morning before I use the deck and just talk to my guides and so I get into that state first and then and then there are lots of different types of readings that you can do in the deck my favorite one really is just to pull up one card and say okay what's my message for today? What what do I need to focus on? And, and I love that the very first one I pulled after the deck came out was unwind. I had been a little bit uptight. Just a little bit. bit.
0: That is so funny. Well, I have to tell you, since I have a deck that you generously gave me, um, I'm going to um, shuffle briefly and just one more time. And then I'm going to pick a card, too, so we can see awesome. going on. Because these things are so much fun then the whole of course the back of the card is just a whole bunch of <laughs> flying sock monkeys that's what they look like to me anyway they are all right what do i need to know today education i
1: guess i'm learning something yeah here we go or Excellent. teaching pardon or teaching it or also teaching. could mean that you're you're sharing and you all are right. And with I with what you do. That's what you do. Yeah, that is what I do. <laughs> you are that's a teacher. <laughs>
0: Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you. That was good. So, so any, did any of these stand out more than others? Did any of these give you trouble or
1: make you gleeful or like, what was your experience? Uh, well, the love, the loved one is definitely that just hits my soul on a deep, you know, huggable level. There's one I think it's the uh, last one in the deck. I love the one on the cover, dance. Oh, I love that. That is just, and posing, you know, posing these sock monkeys to to do the paintings was a challenge because they, they're they doing their own thing and they they just kind of go back to their own form. So it was a good lesson and, and I have no control here. Um, <laughs> Even over sock monkeys. Yes. And I keep trying anyway. And that's so funny. So some that hit me that maybe my, like, like one is withdraw. And uh, that's the last one in the book, 46. And that's basically talking about you're running yourself. You know, it's kind of like the definition of insanity, right? Where you're doing the same thing over and over expecting different results. And this one's telling you to stop. (laughs) stop pay attention to the signs that kind of thing so while I may not always appreciate that card I love that card because it's it's steering me in the right direction but you know sometimes when I get that I'm like oh (laughs) but if I just if I just insert my will a little bit more it'll change and they're going no (laughs) don't do it I I love that it it um It's funny because it's, I can see where, and even this has happened to me, you know, you write a song and you, when you first write it, it is, for me, it is channeled. And so I don't know all the words. And so sometimes I'll go back and, and read what was written here. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't process that the last time I saw it. So each one hits me on a different level. Every time I go back in, it's just so cool. That is cool. Have you taught any workshops yet with the cards? I have. I have one for online. Uh, so far, for anybody who's bought the deck, is able to go online and uh, and if you were given the deck, I can send you the link. But so anybody can do that. It, it's. I would like to do a personal or you know in in person workshop, uh, but our our uh, cases are exploding again. So I'm going to wait till things die down a little bit.
0: Makes, sense. Makes yeah. sense.
1: Bummer though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I can see this being an incredibly fun workshop. It would, it would. And you could really build it around anything. You know, you could, you could give it themes like, you know, I don't know, I'm making stuff up the post-divorce, post-divorce sock monkey workshops so, you know, you read into themes and gather people of in groups who are recovery sock monkey workshops. yes and you know you could have themes with it so that people could really get to know each other and and gain insights from a different perspective on whatever they're going through so there's all kinds of or this just the general life in general has enough to offer too so that's such a cool thing How did you get your spiritual
1: practice started? Where did you begin? Ooh, let's see. I've always had stuff come to me over the years, but I would say the biggest, my sister-in-law was probably the biggest influence. And she got me started on Oracle cards uh, when I was in my mid thirties or no, mid twenties. And so she, she got me into that sort of study and, and looking in different directions and, so that's how that started and as far as as far as uh an everyday spiritual practice i don't think i really uh, I, was, I, I you know i started in my 20s but i think i was in my mid to late 30s before things started sinking in and i really took yeah. ownership and yeah. so that was mostly tarot and oracle cards and i didn't start oh and i also do what uh julia cameron's morning pages and yeah. those are okay so what I found doing that was I started getting automatic writing toward the end ah. of that. So that was really cool. So that, that I've been doing for since the 90s. But I would say since December, I actively tune into my guides every single day and see what they have to say. And so I'm, and I get mostly auditory. I, I see some visual, but I get a lot of auditory messages. So I just record whatever they say and work with that. So Oh, so when you say you record it, do you speak it or write it? I speak it. So my, oh, so cool. I start with, I start with the morning pages and then after the morning pages, so I get a different kind of thing through that. And then after the morning pages are done, I tune in and I, there's a software on otter. dot, And you could just oh, yes. record and it transcribes it. Right. So it's not quite perfect. So I, You have to adjust some of the things, Uh, but, and the interesting thing with that software is that some of the words that it gets wrong are also insightful. It's like, Ah. (laughs) so I pay attention to that as well. So I have this, so it's about an hour before I start my day. I used to start my day with painting. Now I start my day with tuning in first and then I paint. So I've, I've shifted. Well, my hat's
0: off to you for having a daily practice because I am just not a disciplined girl. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, I never do the same thing <laughs> so although if I really wrote it down I might see patterns there anyway I'm sure there are patterns but and I have that bad habit of going to my desk you know that's a very bad habit oh yeah going to my yeah. desk first. so it's good to tune in and start your day that way because that really even if you just set an intention for your day, yes Yes, yeah, it really makes it a does a help huge difference. What have you noticed as a result of? I mean, since December, that's already seven months. So, yeah. What have you noticed any changes as a result of doing that? You know, kind of disciplined approach. What's yes, yeah, so I have
1: I have clarity on things that need to shift that I've been ignoring. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> human. You're human. Yeah, yeah. And so some things I. Some things were felt easier to shift or I was ready to shift and I did that right away. Other things, not so much. What I've really learned is that when I don't pay attention to them or listen to their guidance, and I have this collective them, I don't have one person, I have this whole mm-hmm. slew of stuff. And when I don't pay attention, I get myself into trouble. So I really, i have. that's what I've learned over this time is like, they're here to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> so pay attention, pay attention and show up and, and do what you can. So, yeah. And I do keep you know, since I have that, I can, and I'll have something that I forget. So, because I do have it keyed in, I can do a search on a, a keyword and say, oh yeah, now I remember <laughs> funny how I blocked that out before. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I hear you. Certain things I didn't want to face, you know, so it happens to the best of us. Yeah.
0: You also I noticed something about a gratitude practice on your website. Tell me a little bit about that. So
1: let's see, about 2009, my husband was in an accident and things were just uh, in a bad accident. He became disabled. And so it was just, it was a very difficult time in our life. And my niece had challenged a bunch of people on Facebook to, for the entire month in November, write something they were grateful for every single day. Well, I wasn't feeling very grateful, (laughs) but I thought, you know, this will be good. It'll help me look in the right direction. Yeah. So I started, so I did every day in November. And then when the month ended, I didn't stop. And because what I found was instead of focusing on all the stuff that was flying around and hitting the fan, I started focusing on all the cool things that would happen. I would look for cool things instead of wallow in the not so pleasant stuff. So I've been doing this since 2009 and it just morphed over the, over years. And now what I do is I go on a daily walk as I'm walking, I'll shoot a picture of something that trips me out. And, and then I'll equate that with gratitude. So every, every weekday, anyway, I, I I was doing it seven days a week and then realized, you know, you got to have some time off. Right. So, so every, for, you know, five days a week, unless it's a holiday, I'm out there looking, I'm searching, hunting for gratitude. And this made all the difference in my life as far as, um, you know, I didn't realize that I could be so negative until I started focusing on the positive. Isn't that amazing? You know, sometimes
0: uh, I've been a love and dating coach for 20 years and so interesting because people, and we all do this, we get focused on seeing the world a certain way.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and we get more of that because that's what we believe and that's what our radar is set for and that's what we expect but when you interfere with what's normal what's expected what you think is the only way or whatever when whenever you can break free of that other things actually do exist and it's so interesting because how it's been explained to me is the human mind wants to be right and so it will always look for evidence that you have made the right choice or made the right decision or going the right way, or what or your beliefs are correct, or you are the right one for sure. And when you can interrupt that, then you can see other possibilities, which opens up a whole new world. So I love how you said, you know, basically you reset your radar yes. to see yeah. the good things in life. And. That's not easy at all. And even though it's incredibly rewarding, of course, but it's not easy because the groove is so deep in mm-hmm. how we normally see things, look at things or what we expect or whatever. So, and then we're always collecting the evidence to prove that our ideas are right. So it's awesome to think you could reset your radar to for gratitude to see beautiful things or have synchronicities come up or whatever. And so when I write my affirmations, which I don't do every day, and I don't beat myself up for that anymore. I just do it when it (laughs) comes to me. And when I write them, I always ask for synchronicities. Please show me the signs and help me be aware to see them because they say the signs are always there, but we don't always see them. Yes. So you have to set your radar to see them. So when you're setting your radar
1: to gratitude, that's a very high vibration. Yeah, it is. And, and, yeah. and, and my, the affirmations in the sock you, Oracle, I've I've done affirmations before, but I found when I add the word love to it, like, I love that I'm grateful. Then I really buy into it. I really own it. And so that's helped me shift as well. That's oh, why you know
0: that I didn't recognize that detail. I only read a couple of them, but I love that. So there you go. Yeah. I love that because That puts energy into it. Love is a powerful, strong energy. And so you're adding a lot of energy by putting an emotion into your affirmation. So that makes a total sense. And then, you know, there's not much higher than the vibration of love. That's pretty awesome when you think about it. So let's look at one. Okay. All right. So let's see here. Um, Holiday spirit. I love that I remember to tap into the holiday spirit year round. Oh, that's... Pretty awesome. All right, let's look at another one. Oh, education again. I love that I'm an eager student and teacher. That these okay, are perfect. great. Oh, I love that I believe in myself. Thank you.
1: You're welcome.
0: Yeah, that is fabulous. So, because that's really where everything starts, anyway, right? Yes, yes. And okay. I,
1: you know, I need reminders myself. So, oh yeah, why it's. <laughs> It's built in.
0: (laughs) Wow. Well, you do quite a bit of uh, self-care to think that you walk and look for gratitude and you do three pages,
1: which how long does it take you to do three pages? You know, this whole, the three pages just pretty much comes out. That's maybe 10 minutes. And um, yeah, I mean, like, okay. So let me give you an idea. Yesterday I was, I was stuck. I had writer's block on an article I was going to write. And so I, so one of the tools I do is I'll set the timer for a half hour and I'll write stream of consciousness for a half hour longhand. And I wrote seven pages and that took me a half hour. And uh-huh. that was just a, no punctuation, no thought, just blah, you know, verbal yep. vomit. Yeah. And, uh, but, but it's amazing what comes out when you do that, you know, it just gave me all kinds of things to do. So, so the, I would say my whole little spiritual practice in the morning takes about an hour. And, what I've found is that when I don't do that, and so part of it is self-preservation. I don't If I don't do that and I don't do some, something creative, I don't process life real well. So it's, it's more like preventative <laughs> medicine. <Wow. laughs> and I, I know what I was like before I did all this. I know in my 30s, I was deep into addiction. I've been sober since I was 35. So I know, I know what life was like. So this is, so if my addictions have to uh, lean towards self-care, I fig- figure that's a better use of, of my personality. Oh, no question <laughs> yeah. about it for yeah. sure. You know, you know my, yeah, you know, so, so that's, so I have to say that that's, that's really my driving force is that I don't feel well if I'm not doing that. And I prefer to feel good. I like feeling good. (laughs) You love feeling good. Yes. Yes. I love that I feel good. (laughs) Yay. Well,
0: I love to hear it. So that's pretty awesome. So what, if anything, does the Sock Monkey Oracle want to say to the listeners of this podcast?
1: Well, you know, I would say that spirituality doesn't have to be structured doesn't have to be a lengthy process if you just take a moment and smile think of something that makes you smile you've already shifted you've already won and the sock monkey helps you do that the sock monkey oracle helps you do that quickly yeah because these monkeys are all smiling they are (laughs) whether they're coming or going
0: did you see the one in the back (laughs) the back of the book oh yeah (laughs) He's got a little smiling mouth on his hind. That's hilarious. Look at that. That's really funny. Well, that's lovely. You know, we need more levity, especially right now.
1: Yes. Especially
0: in this country, the United States. Oh my gosh. I can't thank you enough for a little levity. (laughs) You know, I think that's a good spiritual practice right there. Yeah. All right. Is there anything I missed or anything else? You no, want? No, I think we're good. I, I thank you for having me. All right, good. So, so I just want to say thank you so much, Shannon, because this has just been light and fun and creative and I love meeting creative people. And you've just done this beautiful marriage of the metaphysical and the creative life and uh, the sock monkeys bringing joy and happiness to the world. So thank goodness that COVID inspired you <laughs> Yes, bring these out. I mean, how much has happened? And COVID was a terrible thing, but so many amazing things have actually come out of it because people had time. Yeah. Yeah. That just slowed down that there's been a lot of spiritual awakenings, a lot of shifting, a lot of greater authenticity and the birth of new things like the sock monkey oracle deck so thank you so much for being with us today and you can find more about shannon at shannongrissom.com and i'll put it in the show notes so you'll know how to spell it (laughs) so thanks again shannon thank you ronnie This is Ronnie and Ryan, Love and Cosmic Coach, thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading, please visit NeverTooLate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you.